Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Here's a tour. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer, standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Busy, busy week for the University of Arkansas athletic program. We know about the battle for Atlantis going on down in the Bahamas. Stanford, Arkansas, they tip off tomorrow night at 6.30. And then fast forward the next night, Arkansas could play one of two different times depending upon whether or not they win or lose. And the opponent could be either Memphis or Michigan then fast forward to Friday, and possibly uh, Arkansas could be playing for the championship. But on Friday, there's also a little game to be played. Trey, do you do you in Fayetteville? That is football. Do you consider this Trey a rival game with Missouri? More and more. More and more, the, the more Missouri keeps winning, I think it becomes a rivalry. I mean, there's definitely plenty of reasons for that, and I kind of scoffed at the idea early, but what if they won seven of eight? I mean, that's a good way to start a rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've tried to fan it a little bit, you know, talking trash about Eli Drinkwitz here and there, or talking trash about the Missouri program, getting things riled up a little bit. Um, and, you know, Missouri fans, I don't think, like me very much, so... Uh, <laughs> That's that's part of it. I, I, I do hope that I was texting with Curtis. Curtis is in uh, in the Bahamas right now, cool, covering the event. And I was texting him. I was like, "Is there any talk there about what time this game on Friday might be?" Uh, but as of right now, uh, there just doesn't seem to be any way to tell. So um, it could be overlapping the football game. Hopefully that didn't happen. Uh, but uh, it could overlap. If they get to the championship game, it's the same time as the Missouri game. It's a two thirty. Right. They the won't know if they get to the championship game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. I'd yeah. Tell Curtis he should have known that. <laughs> He's up there loving it up too much, I guess. Yeah. Having fun. He's on the beach right now. Yeah, he was able to take in an entire uh, Razorback basketball practice uh, today, so that's really? that pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Trey, this is – we. I feel like every day we, we talk about this NIL business over and over and over again. And I was talking with Rick a few moments ago. I read one of the uh, statements that Sam made, Coach Pittman made, when he said, I look at this as an opportunity for us to change our team, keep the ones that are good players for us and good kids and change our team. Give us a chance to do that. And I think financially we're going to have the money from the NIL to do that. Yeah. And this came by way of our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback, Hogfan101. He said, let's be real. Sam Pittman's comment about NIL and the restructuring the team can be seen as firing players, in parentheses, employees, and hiring new players from the transfer portal. How yeah. cold that sounds, but how... True, that is. Hmm. Hmm. Hold on. Before Slit he answers that, you, 
You think Drink Eric Musselman hadn't been doing that for the last few years? Deion Sanders said the other day they're going to have to go out and get more uh, right. offensive linemen out of the transfer portal. That's right. You know, that, nobody, after they after they were you know giving up a bunch of sacks, uh, it's just the way it is now. And you know, right. if players want to be played, then they are going to be talked about as professionals, just the way it is. And so I think that something has to have happened. There was no way that I, the University of Arkansas could keep Sam Pittman on board and just keep everything the status quo with still having questions about NIL stuff and um, you know. Just feeling like you weren't willing to, you know, pay the money that it was going to cost to be competitive in the SEC. There's no way that that fans could get behind that, and you know, it's asking a lot of fans a lot anyway uh, to get behind Pittman right now because they have been doing so poorly this year. But it certainly would be without some excitement uh, in this off season with with personnel, and that's what so much of it comes down to. I mean. It really does. I mean, you've got if you have players, then generally you're going to have a pretty good team. So something had to have changed that changed Sam Pittman's tone when talking about NIL because I was asking him just was it last week or week before just about uh, you know do they feel like they had the resources they needed? And everybody was kind of slamming Pittman about it, saying now NIL's a scapegoat. But he wasn't just talking. He didn't bring it up. I asked him about it. You know, I asked him the question. And so this week when we're talking about it, he certainly has a different tone and sounds like they feel confident that they're going to have the money needed to go out and let's say how it is, since we're doing it, in the theme with the question, go out and buy some players. <laughs> That's right. That's what they're doing. Yep. <laughs> they are. And, and let's go back again. What we said about players, tell them to leave and come back. And again, on a smaller degree, and I'm not being critical. That's Eric Musselman's been doing that every year, yeah. and nobody complains because his record's really, really good. And so, if that's what it takes, I'm guessing if there are guys that are gone off this team and better players replace them next year, Sam Pittman will be a genius, right? Yeah. Well, part part of this happened last year. I mean, yeah. look at the guys that are there was over two dozen players that hit the transfer yeah. portal last year, right? And everybody was kind of freaking out, but. And there's like five of them that you'd say that one kind of stings. Out of you know 24, 25 that left, most of the guys that left couldn't play here. A ton of them were in the defensive backfield. There were like nine D backs that left who couldn't start on the worst secondary in the country. You know, so it wasn't like they improved the roster dramatically. People always ask me, "Do you still feel this is the most talented roster Pittman has had?" Yeah, I mean the offensive line is a weak point, but. Everywhere else, especially defense, yeah, I think it is. And so you got to, you have to do that. Everybody else is doing it. You think Lane Kiffin is being Mr. Nice Guy over at Ole Miss? I guarantee you he's not. <laughs> no. Uh, Dre, I don't, I don't know if this is a hypothetical question or what. I'm just going to read it to you, and you can determine how hypothetical it is. Um, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 870. Trey, I'm a coveted player in Arkansas. Convince me to come to Arkansas versus Missouri when they offer me $500,000 more a year. Yeah, that'd be hard to do, wouldn't it? I, I, I'm supposed to be a recruiter for Arkansas, uh, and I've got to compete against $500,000. I, I don't know how I could do that. Um, I guess I could say Fayetteville's a nicer place to live. Facilities are better. Better fans. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. All it's right. all going to come down. It's all going to come down to, to money, money in a case. Money like talks. That. I mean, if, if we're talking, you know. If we're talking the the price is two hundred thousand dollars or something, that and the difference is you know twenty five thousand, then maybe maybe we could have an argument or something. But if there's a five hundred thousand dollar difference or something, then I couldn't. I, I think I would have to tell you, hey man, good luck. Go get that bag. Go yeah. get that bag. Congratulations. Go. Good luck. Go get the money bag. All right, this. Uh, from the 501 
What are Trey's thoughts on Blackstock, the big offensive lineman? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a good get for him. Uh, you know, he was the number one ranked junior college interior offensive lineman in the country before he went to Michigan State. Obviously, Michigan State had some issues. I don't believe he was starting at Michigan State when they had the issues and he hit the portal. But, uh, yeah, he was he was a very coveted offensive lineman. A lot of schools wanted him, so... I guess we'll find out when he gets here if they if he gets to talk to anybody. Did he just decide he wasn't going to play there after they fired their coach? Because he got fired after uh, he'd already gotten there. So maybe that yeah. was part of it too. We don't know. I'm not I'm not entirely sure how that yeah. broke down. Me either. All right, this from uh, our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. The one and only Savage says, "Ask Trey." What kind of offensive coordinator would he want for next year, and who? And don't say, we'll wait to see what KG does, Kenny Guyton does, in the Missouri game. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, somebody with ties to this area would be nice and stuff, but really, ultimately, all I care about is somebody who puts up big numbers, who has a proven track record, and... um, yeah, who's energetic, innovative, exciting. Um, there's a few guys. I, I, I'm working on the hot list right now. I've got about, it's long, it's got 18 names, but there's a few guys that, that stand out to me. Um, I'll just kind of wait. I'll, I'll, I'll wait until tomorrow, if you don't mind, Great. on releasing my hot board. But there's there's there are a few young, kind of up-and-coming type of coaches that um, maybe not a lot of people know about. With Sam talking about overhauling the roster, don't you think that the OC in particular should have a say on the type of players that they want to bring in? Because to me, these players that are there now were recruited to a Kendall Browles style of play. Yeah. A Kendall well, Browles offense. They need to bring in a offense. Kendall Browles style of offensive coordinator. Well, I mean, that. Because it it sounds like, again, Sam's almost saying, we're going to start all over. That's what it sounds to me. It sounds like to me. So why not have an offensive coordinator determine how you're going to shape your roster instead of trying to make a square peg fit into a round hole, as it was with Enos? Yeah, well, I mean, you have the opportunity to transform your roster a lot. But let's they need to run an up-tempo, hurry-up type of offense. Okay, I mean that, that's just that's what works in in college football. I'll tell you, so one name, Brendan Marion. Um, now this would be a cutthroat, drink your blood type of hire if if Pittman went this direction because he's the offensive coordinator at UNLV under his good buddy mm-hmm. Barry Odom. Yeah, right. So he would be he would be taking his offensive coordinator. Um, UNLV's been very good on offense this year. I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but they're I am not. They eight and two yeah. or something. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Uh, highly bowl qualified and. He's yeah, nine he and is, two. Uh, yeah, he's their uh, second offensive coordinator right. because Bobby, Bobby Petrino, Petrino got hired, and then mm-hmm. A&M stole him. So, hey, if Arkansas yeah. wants to steal him, go do it. Marion's viewed as the architect of the go-go offense, which is uh, like an up-tempo style. They utilize 20, 21 personnel, uh, two running backs in the backfield. Um, that They will line up both to one side of the quarterback. There's a lot of triple option principles, um, and the kind of unbalanced look creates a lot of one-on-one opportunities uh, for the wide receivers. So uh, that would be, you know, kind of fall in line with maybe, you know, still an up-tempo, hurry-up style, but, you know, a little bit of innovation, things, you know, some things that not a lot of people are doing just yet that has has worked um, for UNLV. And, you know, he's been around a little bit. He coached at Texas. He coached wide receivers there uh, before he went to uh, UNLV, he's still pretty young guy, 36. Uh, so, you know, that that would be one guy that kind of jumps out as a possibility to me. I had him on my offensive coordinator hot board last year. Um, that may, might have been up for a day because they introduced Danny you know, so quickly. Uh, so, you know, that would be one guy, I would say, just as a preview to that, you know, is kind of intriguing to me. Uh, this from Eric by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback says are the Waltons 
and the Missouri football coach working together to pluck the top talent out of Arkansas? Am I the only one noticing this? I mean, Missouri's got something going on with NIL, obviously, that they feel good about and it's working for them. Well, uh, we we pointed out yesterday, and it, there is a member of the Walton family that is a Missouri grad. Uh, don't know if it's a Sam's granddaughter or whoever it is. And remember, they named the basketball facility after her husband. And he, it, it, anyway, and then something happened that they had to take the naming rights off. But that doesn't mean that that family still isn't contributing to large sums of money. But that's not, you can't say that's Walmart doing that or that's the Waltons doing it. Jim, Alice, uh, Rob, they're not involved in that at all. So that's that. Hmm. Yeah. They're Missouri guys. Um, Yeah. Here's the deal, though. I mean, like, if Arkansas can't get in the game with Missouri and Ole Miss, then that's just a, a problem. You can't, like, I can understand a player leaving Arkansas for Alabama. I don't like it, but I can understand why they would do that, or Georgia. Uh, I can understand why a player would leave Arkansas to go to Stanford for different reasons. I don't like it, but I can understand it. I cannot I cannot just sit there and take Arkansas losing a head-to-head battle for an in-state recruit with Missouri or Ole Miss and it coming down to money. It should just never happen. Shouldn't. But you just got through talking about if a player saying he can get five hundred thousand more from Missouri, right. I, I, you can't fight every battle like that. Well, if it's if it's a elite player inside the state that you're going that you want and you're going head to head with, uh, five hundred thousand sounds like quite a lot of money. But um, I mean that's that's quite the hypothetical. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like if that's if Arkansas isn't willing to do that, then or can't do it, then you have no choice but to say, "Hey, go get them." You know, good luck in Missouri. But that shouldn't. I'm, what I'm saying, my point, Randy, is that that should never be the case. Arkansas is an SEC team making millions and millions and millions of dollars through TV deals, ticket sales, and such. Um, and they're the fans are great. The fans support the program. They want to be there for the program. Um, there are good boosters here. There's no reason that the NIL should be, you know, an issue to where you can't compete with, you know, a school like Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss doesn't have near the endowment that University of Arkansas does. Doesn't have near the funds. You know, I mean, it's it just shouldn't be going on. That's what that's the point I'm saying. Sure. Casey, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Uh, yes, sir, Trey. I was just wondering about um, you're talking about NIL and stuff, but what about KJ Jackson? Or mm-hmm. I guess it was next year, 2025. Or you mean KJ Jefferson? No, or, no, KJ Jackson, oh, KJ Jackson the new incoming quarterback. Yeah, okay, right. the incoming My quarterback. So I hadn't heard a word about him and at all. That's so good. What are we thinking if somebody's about him? committed and you haven't heard a word about him, then that's good. Because <laughs> the only thing you'd be hearing would be negative news. Well, what are we thinking about him? He's a four-star, right? Yeah, he's a four-star recruit. Uh, you know, I think he's a guy that, uh, you know, really has a lot of similar traits as K.J. Jefferson in a lot of ways. He's not quite the runner, I don't think, that K.J. is. He's a left-handed quarterback. Um, but what's weird is, like, you look at his listed height and weight, it's, like, almost identical to what K.J.'s was. You look at his um, his recruit ranking, almost identical in the same spot that K.J. Jefferson was in. Uh, so, yeah, the fact that we haven't, you know, heard, you don't want to hear about anybody really aside from maybe some statistic updates and stuff of how their yeah, high school season is going, yeah. you know, if they're already on board. Because if you do, then that's usually it's not a good sign. Well, yeah, I just want to hear about the statistics and stuff, you know, what they're doing in high school and stuff. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you that. I mean, I'm obviously locked in on Arkansas, and, you know, Danny does our recruiting stuff, so I'm not sure what his numbers have been this year. All right, Trey, this from our uh, Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Question for Trey. This from the 501. Uh, do you think we'll be able to keep our defense together, or will they transfer and go to better teams and get more NIL money. I don't think Clay can answer that yeah. right now, can you? 
Well, this is where Arkansas has to hold things together. You know, they have to go out and get players, sure, but they also have to hold together uh, what's on campus right now. And you're talking about, you know, I think it's notable that Eric Gregory uh, isn't walking on on Friday. You know, as a, as a as a fifth year senior, he has another year of eligibility. Kiwi Rose isn't walking. Tank Booker isn't walking. Anthony Booker. Um, Deshad Stewart isn't walking. So you've got a lot of players. Uh, you know that you can you can bring back. You'll lose Trajan Jeffcoat. You could lose Landon Jackson early. Trajan Jeffcoat's out of eligibility. You could lose Landon Jackson to the NFL draft. Uh, Zach Williams is out of eligibility. John Morgan is out of eligibility. Uh, Antonio Greer at linebacker is out of eligibility. Everybody else can come back. Everybody in the secondary can come back except for Al Walcott and Ladarius Bishop. So you've got an opportunity to keep a lot of those guys. But, yeah, it'll they'll be – I mean, like if we don't think that there are other schools that are tampering right now or in the year of certain Arkansas players, then you're fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. Because the NCAA has made it clear that they can't do anything about it. Coaches have complained about it going back to the last couple of years, and there hasn't been a single thing come up about it. So, yeah, you'll have – some work to do. You might have some work to do to keep some of these defensive coaches on board. I mean, they did a, a great job this year, considering where Arkansas was previously. So, yeah, you got to keep your best one. Sam Pittman said that the other day, and uh, it's just the way it is. Randy, can I get my promo in real sure. quick? Hurry. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're 75% off uh, technically starting today, but we, we kind of did an early deal yesterday and got it off the ground. But 75% off at hogsports.com breaks down to $0.07 cents a day, $0.52 cents a week, two twenty four a month, and build at just $26.85 for the year. So if you want to get in on all the transfer portal stuff that's coming up, all the recruiting stuff, transfer portal opens December 5th. A lot of stuff going on. HAWGsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. No promo code. Just go to the site and sign up. It's about half a cent for um, waking hours. You broke it down? I tried yeah. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great deal. Seven cents a day. You can't find much better than that. 1037 The Buzz presents the Dodgeball Santa Tournament Sunday, December 10th at the Little Rock Tech Park on Main Street. This festive dodgeball tournament features teams in their favorite holiday costumes competing for the coveted Giant Wrench. Teams are limited, so go get your team together and get registered today. The 2023 Dodgeball Santa Tournament presented by 1037 The Buzz benefits Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas and North Louisiana. Get more info at dodgeballsanta.com. Special thanks to Rock City Tees. Black Friday sales start early at Tires and More in Cabot from now until December 2nd with the purchase of two or four wheel alignment. Buy three mud tires and you get one free. What about a 35, 12, 50, 20, 12 ply? We got them. A 33, 12, 50, 20? Yep, got those too. 285, 70, 17? And 265, 70, 17s? Yes, all four of those sizes. Stop by Tires and More on South 2nd Street in Cabot before December 2nd to buy three mud tires and get one free. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Big Black Friday sale going on right now at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Buy gifts at Give Gifts. With every purchase of $299 or more, get a free gift with purchase. Now with two locations in the Little Rock area. The newest one in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center next to the Fresh Market. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. 
Black Friday is beyond huge. This year at Guatney Buick GMC in North Little Rock. And unlike that turkey you just had, there won't be any leftovers. Opening at 6 a.m. on Black Friday with free breakfast and door prizes. 2023 Encore GX starting at just $19,999. Get 2023 Terrain or Acadia up to $9,000 off MSRP. Did we mention door prizes? TVs, Quest VR, Segways, drones, outdoor grills, bago sets, foosball, even a Hummer. Plus, during Guatney Buick GMC Black Friday event, Sierra 1500s up to 15,000 off MSRP. And don't worry about cold turkey because Guatney's doing free lunch too. Guatney Buick GMC, home of the Angel Tree and Toys for Tots drop off point. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501 945 4444. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Stock numbers 19495, now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by our man, Kevin McPherson. They're known as Hoop Scoop, thanks to Fence Brokers. But first, I need to talk to you about Robert Irwin Jewelers, because the Black Friday sale has been going on. I mean, why wait for Friday? It's happening now at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Buy gifts that give gifts. Now, Robert Irwin Jewelers has established a tradition that they want to share. When you spend and buy certain items of $299 or more, you get a gift. That's simple. And great gifts such as a two carat diamond right hand ring only $19.99 and get a free Samsung TV and this is also the perfect time if you're shopping for an engagement ring because they have designer engagement rings at great prices available in every budget and you can buy with confidence the R.I.J. way that means the meant-to-be guaranteed. Buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers. You'll have 365 days to return it. The annual Black Friday sale, it's going on now. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. You can go online, shop there, rijewelers.com. Or better yet, go to McCain Mall in North Little Rock or the new location, the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in West Little Rock next to the fresh market. Uh, oh, by the way, this from our Azure Record Service company, Live Fiend Feedback. Um, uh, where is it? There it is. Keith says, where's Marcus Elliott when you need him? He can answer all questions about paying players. And also weigh in on the importance of place kickers. Please get his opinions <laughs> on these things. Oh, by the way, go to Whole Hog sports.com and Clay Henry had a nice article today featuring our friend Marcus Elliott. So, wow. Yeah, I good like read. That. Very good read. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Kev, did you draw the tough assignment of being down in the Bahamas for the battle for Atlantis? No such luck, Randy. Oh, man. Well... Doggone it! I, I know you'd love to be there. I'd love to be there, but um, they didn't send they didn't send me either, so that's okay. But uh, this is this as good of a tournament field outside maybe the Maui Classic, which always seems to attract a lot of great programs. 
this looks like a pretty pretty good field, does it not, Kevin? Yeah, it usually has a good field too. It's one of the top, you know, holiday season tournaments. Feast week is what they call it this week, and there's already, you know, games going on. Obviously, Maui's been playing, um, but but yeah, you've got everything starts tomorrow. Arkansas, by the way, guys, if if losing on Friday night at home wasn't bad enough, they had travel troubles mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, got in about six six and a half hour delay on what they were expecting. Uh, so the Hogs got in last night, and, and it kind of put them behind on some things maybe they wanted to do. But, uh, you know, it was interesting. They were told, source told me, that the program was told there were there, there were no there was no lodging for as soon as, you know, as late as Sunday, I guess, when they were planning the trip. But a couple of teams were over there. Stanford was on, on site 35 hours before Arkansas got there. Hmm. So I don't know if that's good or bad. And, you know, that Stanford had a game Friday night as well. Uh, the Cardinal are three and one, the same record that the Hogs have. Uh, this is a tough field, Randy. You mentioned it. So it's a really good field. I've gone through and researched these teams, and um, there, there's not a cupcake over there. And now you're playing for the first time away from home this year. You got a lot of veteran guys, but that have been around college basketball. So I don't think there's going to be a shock value in terms of you know just not having not not having experience playing away from home or playing in one of these kind of tournaments, but we still see a team struggling to come together. I mean, the, the the Purdue exhibition game, you know, we'd never counted and it didn't help Arkansas on the resume, and uh, we know now it wasn't a, a measuring stick uh, because matchups are different even if you don't have the big name and the big ranking by that name. Um, Arkansas, back, back-to-back years, had really tough matchups against that Greensboro team that quite frankly outplayed Arkansas in both halves. I mean, for most of both halves on Friday night. And a year ago, that was a team that led for, you know, 30 of the 40 minutes before Arkansas pulled that one out. So, matchups are different night to night. This is a good Stanford team. Arkansas opens up with tomorrow. Um, and not, you know, the, the goal is to get at least two wins. You certainly don't want to have a goose egg. And now that you're coming off this loss, again, uh, you, you know, you've gone from a team with a lot of promise to now you're you, – You've got a lot of things you've got to answer, especially on that defensive end. You know, Kevin, that, that's, you just have to be careful, though. I, I know this is everybody was talking about Final Four and all that after two or three games, mm-hmm. especially after the Purdue game. It's also not as bad as it looked Friday night either. Yeah, there's some things to work nope. on, but my gosh, today's November the 21st. They don't play. They don't even get to the conference for a, over a month. And so, yeah, they'll work on those things. And by the way, an interesting sidelight, you mentioned Purdue. Purdue plays Tennessee tonight. That'll be a heck of a game. That's Mm -hmm. the Maui Classic. Yeah, Purdue knocked off Gonzaga, another 11th-ranked team. Um, And and right, right, they play Tennessee. Both of those teams look really good so far. And, Rick, you're right. There's a lot of basketball to be played. But, you know, the resume is one thing. I mean, you're playing for seeding. You you had a quad three loss. The way it's going to look when the net rankings come out a little later, uh, you want to stack some some neutral side games. Those are where sure. you can really add quad That's one right. and two. Uh, and so they do matter. They do matter. It doesn't it's not a death knell if you don't have a great week. Uh, but it, it, it definitely. And then you come home and you've got Duke. Uh, you know, which will be a quad one win opportunity at home. So these next four games are going to be big in terms of resume. Yes. What Arkansas does in them to get better probably means as much as that they need to get at least a couple of wins in these next four. Uh, hopefully they can find a way to get three. Uh, but I, I do think, uh, you know, when I look at defensively, that's where most men's teams have always been sound first. And other things have kind of they figured it out along the way. Right now, this is probably, and it's early. I think they're going to get better, but you know, against this field, it's it's tough to go in there with a lot of question marks on your defense because it's been bad inside and out. Which brings up, the, well, let's let's do this first. He's been holding for a few minutes. John, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking my call. I do have a question, basketball related, but I wanted to tell Rick that I enjoyed him this morning, uh, kind of correcting himself on of misinformation uh, that had made its way onto the air. Uh, that integrity is important. I've been for about 25 years, and we need more of that. 
Well, well, thank you. You're breaking up. Yeah, but, he is. Uh, but anybody that listened this morning, I think I addressed it yesterday on the show too. You just, you know, the thing about it is when rumors are out there and everything, you have to be very careful what you say. And um, if you can't verify something, don't say it. So, and well, I did, now, and that was wrong. We aren't seeing the NIL and NCAA basketball, are we? I mean, obviously football is the cash cow, but what what is how is it affecting uh, basketball right now uh, in terms of uh, you know money and all that, that that players are getting? How's the NIL affecting basketball, Kevin? I think is his comment. Yeah, John, you're breaking up. Yeah, Thank you, John. I, it was chopping up a little bit. I mean, you know, this is one of those cans of worms. I think for Arkansas, I don't think they're real pleased. Uh, with with where I don't I don't I, I think in basketball uh, there's a need there and um, you know Eric Mussman was in Central Arkansas not that long ago this hasn't been reported but I'll talk about it a little bit now uh, looking at you know uh, you know talking to different folks and uh, you know you have to sell your program and you don't you do that to fans but you also need boosters and so. Uh, I think Arkansas is probably a little bit behind some other programs in NIL. Uh, collectively, there's some there's some outstanding contributors to that, but I think there's more needed when you compare it to what other schools are able to do. Now, here's the other thing: Arkansas is up against this in recruiting, because I hear these other things too. Uh, some of these other schools, maybe one way or another, there's promises being made and. Uh, there's a, there's some puzzlement on on some of these other places not not exactly delivering on what was talked about and so you, you never know is Arkansas how far behind it might be other programs or which which programs are doing a better job of not over promising uh, so some of that gets a little bit in the weeds but I'm not really you know I, I try to focus on the stuff within between the lines I know NIL is a big NIL is a big part of it. Uh, but the stuff I'm told behind the scenes, there's not a whole lot I can give in, in great detail, uh, other than to say right now the the feeling is it's it's probably behind at Arkansas in the basketball program, um, and you know that's again uh, you're measuring yourself against who, other teams you're recruiting against, and you can't control what those programs say or tell recruits, and if they're able to actually deliver on it or not. I mean that's the hard thing. Uh, a lot of times in this is is uh, you've got to play that down the line if you can, and then hope you know that it works out for you. Well, the only thing I would say is if Arkansas is behind on NIL, then they are the greatest recruiters ever because yeah. they're still bringing in good players. It's the same thing for baseball, and you know, Kevin, you hear different things from different people. I'm told basketball and baseball NIL are in much better shape than football is again for the numbers now. I'm not comparing them to Kentucky. I don't know how they compare to Kentucky, but for Arkansas, they're not in bad shape. And if, according to Sam Pittman, it's about to get better for everybody, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the player, too. I mean, you know, some of the stuff that's gotten back to me is a little bit head-scratching, and then some of the other stuff sounds a little better. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's... Uh, you know, I don't think it's across the board where they'd like it to be. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. Is anybody um, across the board where they'd like it to be? <laughs> well, I probably not. I mean, that's, that's just exactly it. right, and that's the whole thing of this NIL thing. And this is not your fault, and you're not. You you talked about it's more between the lines. No matter what you have, somebody's going to have more. Mm-hmm. And so, so you always have to have more, 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 more. And it, it gets it gets to the point of being absurd. How much do you need? How much does it take to get a point guard to come to your school? If it takes $2 million to get him there, tell him to go jump in a lake. Maybe we can get back to the hoops talk after the break. Well, that'd be good. <laughs> Hang that'd be on, right. Kevin. All right, that's Kevin McPherson. Very notice hoop scoop courtesy of Fence Brokers. Drop Time Sports will continue in a moment. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. 
Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And a mail-in rebate for $150. Or get 50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun 12 or 20 gauge. And a mail-in rebate for $75. For Thompson's in Sherwood. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars. And the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's Gut Check Time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by better known as Hoop Scoop, Kevin McPherson, thanks to Fence Brokers. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with the business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. And let's see, Kevin, we've got a couple of callers for you. And hopefully it's not about the NIL. But anyway, uh, here is Sean. Sean, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Kevin? 
How you doing, fellas? Well, I do have a question for Kevin, but first I wanted to tell uh, Rick something because I think John's phone was breaking up. But Rick, the characters that you showed with mature policy, which was had no sarcasm like you usually may have, but it was heartfelt, it was real, and it was needed. And I heard other hosts say something, but then they say, well, if Arkansas wasn't 3-8 and eight or something, it wouldn't happen. But you didn't make no excuses. You have stood up like a man, and I applaud that. That was wonderful. Now, <laughs> Kevin, why yes, is those opinions Joseph Pinion playing, and I hang up and listen. Thank you, Sean. Well, guys, I'm having a hard time here. I, I heard, why is Joseph Pinion? Why is Joseph Pinion not playing? Well, I mean, I think it's you know I've noticed a pattern with Musman. He goes out and recruits heavy in the portal. He brings in guys that are three, four year college veterans. They didn't come in to take a back seat, and I think you know practices have been competitive. But at the end of the day, I think he just he elects to go with with guys that have more experience and you know maybe if you stick around in the program long enough for some guys you'll get opportunities uh there have been exceptions to that guys like moses moody the three five stars that were all one and duns and got drafted the nba devo davis and, and Jalen williams it took them about a half a season as freshmen to really get into the rotation and they took off from there so there have been a few exceptions but for the most part uh, you're playing from behind uh, when you're an underclassman, of especially freshmen, and then even sophomores. But but Joe's opinion helped Arkansas last year when it mattered in SEC play a couple of games. And I don't think the cha- I don't think we can just write off that, that this is going to how it's going to be the entire season. It could play out that way, but I think there's a lot of basketball to go. And Arkansas Melsman's obviously still figuring things out. So we know this team just got kind of soundly beaten both halves in this last game, and so. I think there's several things that need to be ironed out, and Joe's opinion might be a guy that can get opportunities. And I think he'll help somewhere, Arkansas, somewhere down the line this year. Maybe it's in this tournament somewhere. We we just don't know yet. Um, But I think it's a fair question because, you know, he's gotten better. Uh, Some of the preseason exhibition stuff, that was obvious. Um, And now it's just a matter of uh, making the most of opportunities when when he gets them. Let's talk with... Melvin. Well, never mind. Okay, Melvin decided that uh, he couldn't hang on, apparently. Uh, Speaking of not just Joe's opinion, but others, whether it be a Chandler Lawson or Jeremiah Davenport, how tight of a rotation do you believe, Kevin, we're going to see? We'll start just first with the uh, Stanford Cardinal. How tight of a rotation are you anticipating as Arkansas takes on Stanford tomorrow night? Well, I think it depends on how Arkansas is doing. If they get behind and things aren't working, I think you're going to see Mussman shuttle some guys in and, and see if he can find a combination that, that gets him on the right track. He might make some adjustments because he talked about that in the post-game press conference. He might be forced to do that before they played again here in this tournament. What does that mean? I mean, could it be personnel in the rotation? Could it be he's going to, you know, uh, tweak some of his schematic stuff on defense? Would he dare play more zone? I mean, there's different things he could do. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, Eric Mossman is a proven top seven, eight guy. I mean, when you peel back some of their more competitive games, there's really five, maybe six guys playing heavy minutes. So mm-hmm. even the seventh and eighth guy, if they check in, aren't seeing much clock or much floor time. So, I think it, a lot depends on how they do. I mean, if Arkansas, wh- whoever he runs out there, I still think your top guys right now are Trevor Brazil, uh, Debo Davis, Tremont Mark, Caleb Bell, and L. Ellis. There's been a revolving door at the five spot. Mackay Mitchell had two really good games, and then last game he picked up four fouls and played eight minutes, had one field goal, no rebounds. And, you know, Chandler Lawson had a nice stretch in the second half when Arkansas was clawing its way back. The Hogs, for several defensive possessions consecutively, three or four of them, looked kind of tough around the basket. Lawson was wreaking havoc in there. It was it was a small window of, of something he showed us there after being really good in exhibition season, including Purdue. And then he, even though he's been had started three of the last the first four games, didn't start against Greensboro, so that was his first game not to start. 
But then I thought he had a big impact uh, to start the second half. You know, Trevor in Brazil has been productive in different ways. Uh, he had his best rebounding game. He still hasn't really broken through offensively yet. I'm interested to see that they try to run more offense to him. When you look at Maui last year, that you know, Anthony Black was a breakout player over there. But people forget sometimes that Trevor in Brazil, that was right before he, when they got back and he got hurt in early December. And those games against Creighton and, and then San Diego State, he averaged 18.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, shot the ball well from three. was a three-level score. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned rebounds per game. That was big. Uh, he hasn't been that, that steady on the boards, the glass yet. Like I said, nine against Greensboro was a step in the right direction, but Arkansas needed more than that. They definitely need to be better on perimeter defense, defending not only three-point shots but drives. They need to be, like Melsman said, more physical around the basket to deter. Uh, sometimes you don't have to be overly physical. You just need to let the offensive players know you're in there and not make things easy for them. I think defense is where it's going to have to get better, and I don't know how much that can happen in a hurry like hmm. this, guys. And then you're playing back-to-back-to-back in three consecutive days. I mean, basically 48 hours. You're squeezing three games in from when you tip your first one. So uh, we're going to learn, I think, a lot more in these next few days, uh, maybe more than we got in the first two weeks, plus what we saw in October in the exhibition season. Because this is really good competition, uh, and it's going to give Arkansas a chance to learn a lot more about itself, and you hope you're winning some when you're when you're learning. Let's talk with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin. I have a question and a comment. Okay. Hey, hey buddy. How are you guys doing? Doing great, Tim. Hey, Thank uh, you. Hey, Kevin. Went to your tournament the other weekend, last weekend, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I stayed and watched several games. I mean, it was just that good. Uh, so I want to congratulate you on that one. That was pretty good. So I had really good players there. And so I was calling to see what you thought, who you thought were your standout players. I mean, I know Cortland very well, but I'm. Uh, the other kids did very good too, so that's why I was calling to see what your thoughts were of your own tournament. Hey, thank you, Tim. Guys, I got to tell you, I didn't hear any of that. I heard your tournament, I your tournament. Some of the outstanding players at your tournament. Talking about it, Mall Mel over the weekend. Yes, correct. That wasn't my tournament, but I was <laughs> there. Um, Cortland Muldrew. I think I heard Cortland. I think I was able to make the uh, Springdale Harbor. He was at Springdale last year. Transferred to Harbor, uh, Springdale, uh, Harbor. He's thirty-six point game. He did he did a little bit of everything. Picked up an Ole Miss offer. Ole Miss assistant coach Wes Flanagan, who's a Little Rock guy, uh, was on hand to see him and offered him uh, a, a day or so after that performance. He had he's already off to a good start this year, but uh, Springdale Harbor beat a very good Bryant team with at least three Division One level talent uh, in the backcourt. So. Uh, Muldrew, Jacob Lanier, who's got an Arkansas for class 2026. Was we got to go. We got to go. J.J. Andrews. Thanks, Thank Dad. you, buddy. Coming up next, Paul Simmons. We're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000.